0: Welcome back to the off agency podcast This is episode 11. I'm gonna hop straight in I'm trying to post more podcasts and this it's been very difficult for me and I've said that in almost every episode But this is episode 11. I've been running this for like nine months and I feel like I feel Like I'm not sufficient enough with the uploads on this channel, but I don't want to beat around the bush if you guys have not subscribed to the youtube channel please subscribe if you guys have not added me to apple music apple podcast or spotify please do that i also have a patreon where i post random videos full cuts of videos of the stuff that normally gets cut out the stuff that i wouldn't necessarily find appropriate for youtube so if you guys want to see that here, here's the link up here and in the description also we just dropped merch because we hit 400 subscribers so that's up. A link will be in the description for that too. Um, if you're actually listening to the podcast, visit seekpositivemedia.com/shop. Go check out the hoodies, uh, the jackets, and the shirts. Pretty sick. There's also some hats in there too. All right, that's enough self-promotion for this intro. Oh, in conclusion, over the past week of my life, there's been a lot that's happened. I almost bought a car. I have been working out i've been eating a little bit better i've just been focusing on my health i'm trying to smile more i hit 400 i dropped merch i've been going to school i have not been sleeping enough if i'm being honest i have been making memories and focusing on the relationships that are around me Uh, i feel like that's something i haven't really ever completely focused on i've never really just spent time focusing on what's right in front of me and all the moments Uh, because sometimes i'm in my head about what video i'm making or whatever is going on in my personal life, but that's what I've done over the past few weeks, past few days, is just sit back and look at the things that I've created, the reality I created for myself, all the people that are around me, all the people I bring together. That's been my main focus on completely visualizing what my life truly is. I've been just trying to find My true like centerpiece, because I think I have an idea of it, but I'm not entirely sure. And you can never be too certain. (sighs) Working on my health, I've been looking at my life. I have not been very healthy recently. Recently, meaning summer to now. Um, During the summer, I would probably get six, seven hours of sleep every night. I'd stay up till, I'd stay up. I'd stay up till like three, and then I wouldn't wake up till like eleven or noon, and it just felt so shitty. Like if I'm being honest, I just felt and terrible about like what I was doing. Even though I'd wake up, I'd go out and film, I'd come home, edit literally all night, almost every single day. I'd go hang out with my friends after they had football, or I'd go see a movie with my friends and hang out with them and have fun, stay the night at someone's house, maybe crash a side by side. But uh, I did a lot. But I wasn't keeping myself completely in check. And that caught up to me recently. Uh, I was playing. Oh, I'm also doing basketball. So I was playing basketball the other day uh, for my practice. And I noticed that I was almost passing out all the time. And it, it really, really sucked. I just felt completely terrible running up and on the court. So I didn't want to deal with it anymore so um i started going to workouts every single day after school i started just trying to work on my health as much as i can and now it's been two and a half three weeks so when i filmed the last podcast that was all kind of starting and yeah it's been it's been pretty nice honestly just it's it's kind of therapeutic just getting into a gym uh with a lot of your close people Um uh, having music in and just working like it's one of the best things you can do for yourself and I really want to do 75 hard but with the things coming up in my life very soon I can't make it fit Uh, I'm traveling very soon I'm going to Florida for a little bit so you guys will see some vlogs from there that'll be that'll be really sick I cannot wait to leave alaska for a little bit if you guys don't know which i don't know how you wouldn't because i talk about it all the time uh, i live in alaska and that's where everything is based in my life is my home and it's such a beautiful place but bro the winters get so cold and so dark like i know when i'm older i need to find another place to live and then come back for the summers maybe Um, I know I want to have like two home bases. I want to have like a vacation style home, which will probably be here. I know I'm going to have some sort of real estate here, whether that's investment properties or a place where I could go. Uh, I know I'm going to have a place. I currently manage a fourplex, and that's one of my favorite things. And just being around that, being around real estate, seeing how much money is in real estate, especially here, because our population is very dense for our area, but not very dense for being the biggest state. Uh, we have a very, we, we have a very small population, but when you look at Alaska, so much of it is all like mountains and tundra and just kind of inhabitable places. When you have a population of what, like 90,000, 75,000, something around there, um, and look and look at where it's actually like dense, like I'll put a thing up here I live in, like, essentially the most dense place. Like, probably second, third most dense place. So, it's it's crazy to see what an environment can do that's so tight-knit. There's about 8,000 people in my town. Like, my 30-mile radius, I guess I could say. Yeah, like, around there. So, seeing how tight-knit. That can be is, is insane. And thinking that I've had more eyes on me than what is in my, what's it called? In my uh, in my environment is crazy. And it's not much more. And I know I'm still a very, very small creator. But it's, it's still kind of crazy to think of that. To like have the realization of like sticking out a little bit. And I don't think it's necessarily bad because... I'm not stopping. I I don't want to stop this. I love this so much. I only took a break when I had COVID. um, Because I kind of needed to. Like, for my genuine health, I kind of needed to take a break from YouTube. I still edited videos. I still wanted to work on podcasts and stuff. But, like, I... I essentially just laid there. I did nothing. And it was... Kind of very blissful 10 nah, like six days the first four days were terrible because that's when i was the most sick but then after that it actually wasn't that bad uh i just didn't have taste or smell kind of had the terrible cough almost threw up multiple times um i drank three gallons of arizona tea in three days i don't know if that part's healthy but that's like one of the only things i could taste i still try to maintain like slightly healthy diet and I was sleeping 12 hours a night so yeah I was I was chilling I've been I'm trying to smile more like realizing what my life is and how blessed I am and all the things around me and the insane amount of abundance of literally everything people money and just pure happiness and pure moments I don't. I don't think I'm grateful enough. So I've been trying to write down five things in this journal every day that I'm grateful for, and it's been very difficult. Genuinely, like thinking of five things to write down about what you're grateful for that aren't repetitive is so hard until you completely realize the full spectrum. So the first few times I did it, it was really difficult because, like, I, I tried to make the rule for myself that had to be something new every day. Like I couldn't write the same thing as yesterday or two days ago and just seeing the insane amount of things around me that i can be grateful for. i'm grateful for this computer this notebook where i can write my thoughts down i'm grateful that i have a family a community a place where i can talk to these cameras this phone these skateboards on my wall all the art around me the abundance of people the ability to breathe see hear walk talk do sports everything there's so many things to be grateful for and truly finding that little little piece in your mind is one of the most powerful things you can do and i want to share that with you guys so i have an exercise for you guys this is going to really show you where you need to focus your life and focus your gratitude write the things down that are stressing you out and then write every single thing that is in your control and isn't in your control you're going to cross out all the things that are not in your control Then what you're going to do is look at those things that you can't control. You're going to manifest that shit and you are going to put an insane amount of gratitude in being thankful that you can work towards that. What you put in, you will get out. And that is the most true thing I've ever heard and I cannot express that more. That is the most true thing I've ever experienced is what what you get in, what you put in is what you will get back. And that's true for every single thing. The amount of work you put in, the amount of money you'll get. The amount of time you put in working out, the more gains you'll see. The more effort you put into someone, the more effort you'll get back. Unless they're playing the shit out of you, then that's time to leave. But uh, finding, that, finding that balance of everything is just part of life. And you don't have to have it down at any time because everything is going to change. Everything is destined to change. Everything is meant to change because you're always meant to expand and go to new moments but being grateful for each moment is something that is very very important and wise in in my eyes is that if you are grateful for any moment you'll get a lot more moments that you can be grateful for i almost bought a car it looks like this it was i'm gonna be honest with you guys it was a shit box but i have a deep love for shit boxes i don't know why um, but I'm very into cars, I always have been, since I was little, I loved watching the Cars Pixar movie, I, um, love Transformers, I love Star Wars, just anything involving cool vehicles, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the Batman series, I thought the Batmobile looked sick, I had a lot of Hot Wheels, I had a lot of, I had a lot of Legos, um, I had a lot of, like, RC cars, too, I loved Mario Kart, I liked that more than the original Mario series, If I'm being real, um. I always thought it was so cool, like the the Fast and Furious, like, car arcade games. I loved the Fast and Furious movies, and I still do. That's something me and my mom do. Uh, we watch the Fast and Furious movies all the time together. And I had the opportunity to buy a BMW E30. Uh, it was a 325 I, a five-speed manual. It was an 86, and for being an 86, it was really clean. There was quite a few things wrong with it, but i wanted a project car and i still do but it's just not meant to be for whatever reason um the wipe the wiper blades were stuck up on the windshield the dash had a few cracks in it to buy a new oem dash for this car would have legitimately been more than the price i was going to pay for it so that's that shows the deal i was getting right there um it i only had half an exhaust i'll put the photo right there it had literally half an exhaust the battery was dead and it ended up stalling while we were test driving it i'll tell that story in a second uh he didn't know how much uh how much time was left on the clutch uh the coolant needed to be flushed desperately it needed new brakes it needed a new cv joint that was like probably the most important thing other than the battery, and I'll get to why the battery is important in a minute. So this is my neighbor's car, and I've been around the car all the time. It's probably in some of my older videos uh, that aren't on YouTube anymore. But I've I've been around this car for probably six, seven years, just seeing it all the time. He, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's been that long. I think he bought it five, six years ago, so... I was I was friends with the neighbor uh, when when he bought it. So I've been around this car since it was his owner. He was only the second owner. So we go to test drive it. And he's driving, the, the owner. And I'm in the passenger seat. I'm just uh, looking at the way he shifts and what's going on in the car. Listening, trying to hear things. Because I personally don't know how to drive manual. I wanted to learn manual on this car. But... That didn't end up happening because someone bought it 30 minutes after I went to test drive it. But while on the test drive, we are turning around to go back to my neighborhood and his neighborhood. So we're like on this weird corner where it goes up and then you turn and then it like starts going down again into another curve. He lets off the clutch too early. And it had a bad battery, and it's always had a bad battery. He bought this one battery, had it for a winter, done. He was always jumping it in his driveway whenever he daily did He'd jump it from um, his wife's car, and then he would drive it. So, he lets off the clutch a little bit too early, and we stall in the middle of the road, and we have to get out and push it to the side of the road, back to where we were. And then... He didn't have his phone on him, so I had to call his wife from my phone after calling his son, who's my friend, and my mom. Yeah, so it took a little bit, but we got it jumped. We got home, and I was about to buy it. I was going to take literally all the money that is in my bank account, and I'll put it into one car. Yeah, I was going to do it. Like, I was I was right there. Uh, I only took out a 100 so far, so... I, I literally had five twenties that I was going to this car out of the great lump of money I was going to pay for it. Um, so, yeah, then someone bought it, but it's just not meant to be because my sister saw the car broken down on the side of the road a few days later after the guy bought it. I think he probably just stole it, battery died. He's probably on the way to getting it fixed, honestly. Uh, there was also a check engine light, and that was for coolant. And that's why the coolant needed to be flushed, because he thought it was original coolant, because he personally never changed it. Um, he bought it from someone that was selling it. He bought it for, like, I think he said six grand, And then he was selling it for a lot less. <sighs> I hit 400 subscribers, and I can't tell you guys how crazy that is to me. I started out this year with, I think, like, three... I, I just hit 300 at the end of December, so I was probably at like 310 at the start of this year, and I, I feel like I've grown slower than I did last year. I just randomly had a giant spike in growth on YouTube, and then it fell, but I'm not necessarily worried about numbers, but really what, I, what, what I'm worried about is how many people I can reach, um, and as that number raises, that makes me think of how many people I'm reaching and the potential that I have to reach more people. And it's so crazy seeing almost every one of my videos hit 100 views because I remember getting so hyped whenever one of my videos would hit 100 views in like a year. Like it was just the coolest feeling knowing that 100 people saw me or like when I hit 100 subscribers, I was so hyped. I 100 I hit 100 subscribers what 2 years ago. So I have 4xed my channel in 2 years. Which actually isn't that bad. Um, but I know I can do better. And I still want to hit one k by the end of by the end of the year, and I'm still going to strive for that. But really, I know it's possible because anything's possible that you set your mind to. But realistically, realistically looking at it, I don't know how I don't know how I'm going to make that happen. But you just have to fall in love with the journey instead so of the destination. That's a really good piece of wisdom that I want to elaborate on a little bit for you guys. Falling in love with the journey and the process is so much better than falling in love with the idea of where you can be because if you truly see the value in what is in front of you and the exact moment that you have in your progression where you've been at and where you're going you will see how fast you're moving and if you just set focus on what's directly in front of you you will move so much faster everything i need to get to this destination it's so far then you're going to focus on fantasizing about that situation and destination instead of looking at where you're at right in front of you. So look at life as this graph. This is where you're at now. This is your goal. This is your path. This is what you have to focus on. If you're back here, then you're going to overly focus on what's on right here. And you're just going to fantasize about it and say, oh, I want to be there so bad, so bad. But if you focus on this path right here, this straight, then... You will reach it a lot sooner because you're just focused on your work, getting the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Next thing you know, you're farther than your goal. Shoot for the stars, aim for the moon. That's that's the best thing I can I can think of and say. I dropped merch, which is something I've wanted to do for a while, but I never really knew the right time. I felt like this was the right time because seeing where seeing where my community. Has taken me and where they've reacted recently. I was like, well, I know I have the p- potential to do this, so I'm gonna do it. I fully released my brand, and this is my brand. Seek positive. My brand. So uh, I haven't fully fully opened the website uh, to everything that's gonna be on there, but right now there is clothing, and that's the that's the, m- one of my biggest things at the moment, is because. I've wanted to create something that people can wear around and spread a positive message with for so long. Uh, when I saw Danny Duncan release Virginity Rocks in what, like 2016, 2015, I thought it was really, I thought it was weird to say Virginity Rocks and like make a whole brand around Virginity. But then I really saw the power that it had and like the meaning of the saying. So. I ended up like supporting it in my head, but I've never bought anything from them, from him because just the, the people around me that wear Virginity Rocks uh, don't necessarily watch Danny Duncan all the time. And they just wear the Virginity Rocks stuff to fit in. And I just don't wanna surround myself with those people because as soon as you get one of those Virginity Rocks hoodies or shirts, you get viewed as like part of this community of like the Virginity Rocks kids and it's like, I don't know. It's it's not a positive thing in my environment, and I wish it was. And I know I can create it that for whatever reason, and I probably end up doing that, and I'll probably end up buying one, wearing it around, having it be a positive thing, and that's why I named my brand Seek Positive. Always seeking the most positive outcome and making your dreams bigger than what they are. Dream is bigger than you can imagine. And the worst advice I've ever been told is be realistic. Because if you're not realistic, how are you going to reach the biggest point in your life? If you're, if you're realistic to what can happen, your dreams are not big enough. It's like if you're lifting in the gym and you're not sore the next day, you're not lifting enough. And it's not bad to be sore. This is my philosophy on being sore. If you wake up sore and barely being able to move, that means you worked the day before. And that is a very good thing. A lot of people wake up and say, oh, I hate being sore. My reaction to being sore is, no, I fucking worked the day before. Let's do it again. And that's what my, that's that fully puts my mindset right now and what has been for the past three weeks. Like the first few times I worked out, I was like, oh my God, I feel so sore. I don't want to do this. But I remembered like the, the feeling of being sore is a good thing. I haven't been sleeping enough and I've been trying to focus on my health, but the amount of work I've been doing and the amount of time I've spent on my personal relationships and looking at my entire life has really had me like fantasizing on what my life is, on how I can make it forward and figuring out a way to fall in love with this process. And that's that's part of the process is... Figuring out a way to fall in love with it. Um, that's the most important thing. And I was just elaborating on that. But what I've been looking at is the full spectrum of my life at the moment. And seeing where I need to go and how far I am. And getting, just falling in love with all of those paths. There's so many things that I want to do. And I'll find myself in my head sometimes thinking about, I don't know how I'm going to get to that destination. I don't know how I'm going to do this. And then I start having like anxiety about it. But then I think, everything that happens is meant to be. I got God with me. And I think about this Jack Harlow line almost every single day. I got God with me, and he's telling me things. Uh, You will always have the man upstairs or the greater power, whatever you believe in. You will always have the universe on your back, and it will always have you. So as I was talking about before, you get back what you put in. If you put in trust to the universe, you will get rewards back. And I have truly manifested uh, where my life is now. Uh, I started manifesting about a year and three months ago uh, when I tore my ACL. So, like September, September 2020. So, we're in November now. September, October, November. Yeah, we're on month three. Yeah. So, a year and three months ago, I started manifesting. And... I got farther than my manifestations. And a lot of those manifestations that I made and set for myself, I reached within the next four months. I reached them before the start of the year. Then I kind of sat, like I saw my potential and I just sat there. I didn't keep going. And what I'm what I'm trying to focus on now is just going forward and forward and forward and not even necessarily sitting down and looking at my goals. But this is one of the goals I want to fully elaborate so I can t- zoom Zoom forward, like, as fast as I can get to the next goal. Uh, But I'm also trying to find the balance of when to stop and look around. Because another thing that I think about all the time is the Ferris Bueller quote. Uh, Remember, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around every once in a while, you might miss it. Uh, I think about that all the time. and think, just take a moment and look at what your life is. And that's also another... That's also another thing in one of Jack Harlow's songs. I think it's in a song, Keep It Light. Uh, There's like a voice memo from his mom. And his mom is saying, take, take a minute to look around and see all the people you brought together today at your shoot. Look at what you've created. Look at the people you're supporting or something like that. And I think about that all the time because I'm always listening to music. I feel like that's something I, uh, I'm kind of addicted to is music, but it's not necessarily, it's not a bad thing to be addicted to. If you're listening to the right things and they motivate you and they help you reach your goals, that's not a bad thing. Um, I've been on an insane amount of caffeine. My, I, um, I almost never drank caffeine like two, three months ago, but then uh, football happened. Um, I, I became a football manager and I was a filmer and I was staying up 20 hours all the time. I'd wake up 6 a.m., wanna get home till eight. From eight to like two, I'd be working, homework, talking to people, editing my videos, and then I'd sleep for like four hours, wake up, do it again. And in between that time, Red Bull was very accessible to me. Because our school uh, has Red Bull for uh, for our football teams, and I, um, I'd get some of it, and it would get me through my day. But it wouldn't necessarily like give me like a boost of energy. It was just something to do. Really, it was something to like help me think I'm going. But Honestly, caffeine doesn't really hype me up. It calms me down a little bit. And I feel like that's part of the way, like, it it helped me, like, keep going forward is that I wasn't so focused on, like, the things immediately there. It was just, like, it was slower. I was more calm. I wasn't putting in as much energy, even though I was staying up for, like, 20 hours a day. If you're staying up 20 hours a day for five days a week, then you're that's what 20 hours a day times five 20 times five is 100 that's 100 hours just in five days and then i would use my weekend sleep off my sleep that essentially sleep all weekend so yeah i would end up filming part of the video edit part of the video sleep for literally the rest of my weekend eat maybe do some homework in there so needless to say my health hasn't been Very uh, up there. I mean, it hasn't been bad. I'm still very blessed for my health and my wealth. Health is wealth, by the way. Um, But I've been trying to focus on my health completely because if you don't have good health, then you can't perform to your full potential. If you're not at your full potential, then you can be reaching your goals. Your goals that are bigger than your imagination and that are not realistic. But that's a good thing they're not realistic and they're bigger than you can imagine. Like, every day I look at where I want to be and then I think, once I get to that point and in that journey, I'm going to want to go further and further and further until I'm literally just creating my own reality. And that's not to say that I'm not creating my reality right now. I've manifested this entire life that I have. Uh, And I fully believe that. At some point, I probably said something, spoke something into existence, and in almost every moment where I'm slightly uncomfortable, I think, I don't know why I'm ungrateful for this moment or uncomfortable in this moment because once I probably wished for it and then I'm content with it again it's just a way of grounding for me and I think you guys can use that too I I feel like it's a very valuable thing I've been completely focused on making memories and stories and that's kind of like a way of like passive working is that like I have so many stories and memories that I tell on this podcast that I'm essentially just working all the time And that's kind of weird to think that, like, your entire life becomes a story that you can tell online. And I don't, like I talked about in the last podcast, I don't want to have my entire, entire life on the internet. Because you need to cut off some access. You need to have a separation in your life and your internet life. And one of the things that I am very kind of, like, uncomfortable about is that my computer sits right here and I sleep up there. It legitimately makes it difficult for me to sleep. Because my computer is so close and I work so often. So it's just, it's very difficult for me to step away from my computer and sleep sometimes. And that's how I end up staying up 20 hours a week. Yeah, I don't do that anymore because I don't have football. But I have basketball now. So my schedule goes 6 a.m. Uh, school, uh, get out at school from uh, at 2.15, 2.15, 2. three fifteen, or like 3.30, workout. Uh, go home for like two, three hours. Basketball from six thirty to eight thirty. Then come home, have a day off. Monday, Wednesday, Friday is my basketballs, but I work out every day besides my weekends. So five days a week, I'm doing that. Three days a week, I got basketball. Um, constantly working on YouTube, uh, all the time, even like behind the scenes. What you guys don't see, I'm optimizing my workflow, looking at my videos, uh, thinking about podcast ideas, thinking about things I can do for my normal channel, just everything. But like recently, I've focused on making more like memorable content, like more content that I can sit there and look back at when I'm older. Uh, relationships. Holy, this one's gonna be a this one's gonna be a little bit. So. Honestly, since getting dumped last year on Christmas, I haven't done much but be a free spirit and um, kind of have a thing with one person. But recently, there's been a lot of things like popping into my life. And I'm settling on one, and I'm not going to fully get into that. I'll talk about that at another time. Probably like really far down the line. Um, but this, this thing came into my life, and it really makes me think for whatever reason... I meant to be here, like a month and a half ago. I would rant about this person all the time and how like I just didn't know how a relationship would fit in my life. But growing further with someone is kind of something that just happens, even with a friendship. And it's so it's so crazy to see how fast something can happen, even when you don't put very much effort into it or they don't put very much effort into it. Because like. Your subconscious mind just works and works and works, and it's so so crazy to see that. But truly what I've learned this year uh, is the relationships that really, really impact my life, my family, my friends, the people that are immediately with me and for me and will help me are what I truly, truly value. And those are the people that I, I can't say thank you to enough even though I probably don't say thank you enough to them. um, I, I don't know. Like in those moments where I'm getting helped or someone's just there for me, I don't necessarily say thank you. I just take it for what it's worth in that moment. Then I look back and I fully see what it did and how it manifested into something bigger. And then I think I didn't thank them enough. And then I go back and thank them or return the favor or do whatever it is. And it's it's just, it's very valuable to me. Every relationship in my life, even if it's like someone that I've been known to not necessarily like, like a quote-unquote enemy, um, I'm still very grateful for that. Because without bad, there's no good. Without good, there's no bad. But it's all just perception for whatever it's for whatever reason it's meant to be here. That's just the balance of life. And something that I think about every day is how, for some reason, this life chose me. Um, just thinking about, I'm meant to be here from some greater power and some some value. I'm meant to be here for a bigger reason. And every single moment where I get like some sort of uncomfortable, I've been thinking I'm meant to be here. Like I'm just meant to be here. I'm just meant to experience this. This is all just for me to think, experience, see and grow from. And it's it's truly, truly crazy to think about that and think about like, th- this this chose me. Like, you, you have a say in your life, but everything that's meant to be will come. And it will come in the moments where it's meant to be in. I, it's just, it's very, very crazy to me, and I'll touch on this again in another podcast. But let me tell you, this life shows you, and that's what I want to end on for this podcast. Remember to seek positive if you guys have not subscribed to the main channel. If you guys have not subscribed to this channel or if you've not added me to your Apple podcast library or your Spotify library, please do that. All right. I thank you guys so much for watching this video or listening to this audio. I'll catch you guys in the next podcast. I love you guys. I'll catch you later. Peace out.